Hey, Faith family, welcome into a brand new thing we are calling The In-Between. The In-Between is an audio and video podcast series. You're going to see a bunch of faces you know and some you may not know. Um, And so the whole idea behind this new uh, opportunity, we're going to drop, I think, two episodes a month. Yep. And we just want to bridge the gap a little bit between Sunday to Sunday. Uh, Rachel, the elder, has been reading through the book of Acts together. And one of the things that we were talking about just a few nights ago was uh, in the first six chapters, especially, they're just together a lot. Mm. And this is true about our church. Together, we've got uh, men's, women's studies, kids' opportunities, students' opportunities, uh, groups of all kinds. And so uh, I worry about this thought that, man, we kind of exist just for Sundays. And that's just not true. Yeah. Um, And so this is a chance for us to highlight some of the uh, tons of stuff that happens in between those Sundays. And so as you think about this, what it could be in the next year or so. What kind of things do you envision kind of chatting about on this space? Yeah, so I think, like you said, like we do a lot of ministry outside of just a Sunday morning. Even the conversations that we have together as staff um, in the office, sometimes I'm like, man, that would be such a killer thing for our faith fam to hear. Mm -hmm. Or conversations that we have with volunteers or parents or those type of things within our ministry Mm -hmm. um, are really fruitful conversations that, a lot of people could benefit. I benefit from them. And I'm like yeah. walking down the hall, like, Oh wait, what, what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like that was good. Like, can you say that again? Uh, so conversations like that, just that those moments that happen that are natural and fluid or whatever, yeah. uh, that we don't ever get to talk about on a Sunday because of time constraints mm-hmm. or we're in the middle of a series. And so why not sit down and have those conversations? Yeah. Sorry about the series. That's on me. You better. <laughs> There's uh we've got stuff planned, uh, you know, conversation with different groups of the staff members. Yeah. And that was one of the things too, is thinking about uh COVID and the masks are gone now, which feels just different in a really yeah. positive sense on a Sunday. And so but there's still this disconnect, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And like, man, we almost need to like re-get to know each other, I think. Totally, yeah. And so excited to get to do that. We've got uh, different groups of elders and staff, and then mm-hmm. we have an episode planned. I think it's episode four. It is. I don't want to give too don't, much away. Yeah, don't spoil it. We have ordered supplies from a faraway land. Mm. And I'll it's going to be good. It. It's going to be that. good. Yeah. There's a completely different backdrop yeah. design uh, that I ordered. Interesting. Mm. Okay. It, it It's so interesting. I couldn't use church funds for it. Like, <sighs> that, that feels scary, but... I'm like here for it. Budget money was not allowed to yeah, be spent on this. So probably... when you see it, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it, <laughs> uh, just know your tithe dollars did not contribute to that. So, And most of you will cheer for that, that they did y'all. not go towards Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today for the first episode, we've got our new worship director, Rachel Davis. Yo, I, can you be still new still? Uh, I'm still new. It's only been six months. Someone introduced me the other day as our new pastor, and I've been yeah. here over a year and a half. Oh, you're not new anymore. But I'll take it, though, because when people are new, they get a longer leash Interesting. There's, feels like there's lowered expectations, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, but you're here. Uh, you know, Rachel, I think the kind of the semi awkward thing is uh, several weeks ago, I think yeah. our church learned an important part of your life that several of us knew already, but they got mm-hmm. to learn and kind of what I know has been one of the worst ways that you've imagined, which is having yeah. a seizure while leading worship. So uh, if it, pretend nobody knows what we're talking about, yeah. kind of tell that story and then maybe share about just that whole journey with that. And I'll kind of chime in as we go here. Yeah. So, uh, it's crazy. Cause I think when I got hired, like you and I, we had talked, um, a couple of times, just like, uh, if this ever happened, like probably won't happen in such a big kind of dramatic type of way. And then, you know, here we are. So, yeah. uh, yeah, when I was 18, I had my very first seizure, like didn't run in my family was not a thing that we were aware of. Um, it just sort of happened. 
Um, and it took my life on this journey that was all perfectly planned out and took it on a completely different um, direction. And so uh, 18 had my very first one got diagnosed when I was 21 with a seizure disorder. And so for some reason, I lack certain chemicals in my brain mm. and have these misfirings mm. that cause me to have seizures sometimes. Yeah. Uh, most of the times they are not in super public settings yeah. um, or at my job, which yeah. is like, that's a bummer. Um, but you know, like it, it happened and I, I honestly, and I wholeheartedly believe this, it couldn't have happened in a better place, mm. uh, which is crazy. Cause normally I'd be like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't want that. But also uh, having spent time with our faith fam, like it could not have happened in a better place with better people around yeah. Um, and people who know and care and love about me, love me. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I got diagnosed. It's a part of my life, but it's not who I am. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately it happened in such a public way that now we go, okay, here's, here's a little more context yes. to, uh, Hey, this is also a part of Rachel, um, that you normally don't get to see outside of a Sunday morning. Yeah. So like, I'm going to take my coworker hat off and put yeah. just like my fellow faith church member hat on. I just want to say thanks. Like I know mm. over the last few weeks and months we had been talking about like, uh, you know, do the right people know yeah, we yeah. Had worked a plan together that yeah. people got to see kind of work in the moment, which was cool. Um, but, but you, that's a, this is an act of trust even yeah. now, right? Yeah. Of letting, yeah. letting people in. Yeah. And, you know, if you're watching this, you probably don't have a seizure disorder. Yeah. Maybe you do, but you've got something in your life that you're tempted to not want to let people in on. Absolutely. And there can be a, a concern with being vulnerable. Yeah. And I know shame has been a thing for you in the past. Yeah. And so, um, but man, just really proud of you. And I think that God will continue to use this to encourage mm. everybody in our church to keep, to take a step forward, yeah. you know, and to trust one another. And, um, one of the things we want to talk about today too, is sort of how, uh, the faith family, now that we know this about you sort yeah. of church wide, uh, how we can help. Cause I would imagine, uh, people, so like thinking of infertility in our past, mm. people with really good intentions yeah. said really unintentionally mean things. Yeah. And so what's maybe a really good way someone can check yeah. in on you? And then what's like eight or 12 negative? Yeah. No, <laughs> but what, what things 25. might we not think is hurtful, but maybe you just go, ooh, that's not the best. So Yeah, I... It's crazy because I think early on I would be like, nobody asked me anything. I don't need anything. Just yeah. just leave me alone. Let me be. Um, you're, you're right. Like there, there's a ton of shame and just disappointment of like, mm. dang, I had another one. I failed. Yeah. Like this is, this is... Uh, another failure. I, I missed the mark. I messed up. Mm. And a that's medically not true, <laughs> um, which I I'm learning to give myself grace in that. But also just realizing that like, people care about you when you step into community. We talk about this, yeah. a family of faith. People want to know how they can help. And mm. so um, this is crazy because people are like, oh, it's going to be so profound. And it's not. But prayer, like prayer is yeah. something for me um, that means a ton like yeah. knowing that people are taking the time to pray for you with you in things speaks a lot mm. it's huge it means a lot it means more than just hey dear god i hope like she's okay but like praying yeah. for something by name mm -hmm. alongside me um you know i'm praying that i never have another one again yeah and if that is what the lord sees fit then come on let's yes. go like we'll yeah, celebrate yeah. that uh, but for right now like we're praying just just for a year mm -hmm. a year of health a year that's of good, good health uh, great doctors, great support team. And so that's like, that's what the prayer is. And so mm. prayer for me is a really big thing. I think on the flip side of that, people want to know and they want to be a part of that and they want to know how they can help. And sometimes yeah. it feels super overwhelming. Yeah. And it's like, I can't answer all of these people and yeah. asking me in the moment, like a day after is it feels overwhelming because it's emotional of trying to uh, answer everybody, but also trying to work through and go, uh, okay, the shame and the skill, I don't need to feel it mm. because it's, that's not 
not what I'm supposed to feel in this moment, but I do. So how do I work through that all while trying to like still love my community around me? That's good. Yeah. I think, you know, when someone reaches out to you to check in, they're not aware that they're like the 37th yeah. person that's reached out, which is a fantastic problem to have because yes. it means the faith yeah. family cares, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. It would be so weird if you had a seizure on Sunday and then just crickets for yeah. like a week and everyone's like, I bet she's fine, you know? Yeah, and yeah. so uh, we have a faith family that cares about <laughs> yeah. us, that supports the staff, and which is such a wonderful place to be. But yeah. even just knowing that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I do think we tend to default to thinking like, well, prayer is good, but like I want to do something. Yeah. Like, like that believing the lie that prayer mm. isn't doing something yeah. when it's like the best thing we can yeah, do. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's just a good reminder, man. Again, in the book of Acts, you see over and over and over mm. again, they were devoted to prayer, yep. devoted to prayer. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't the transition piece from a thing to a thing yeah. in the service. It was like right? something that they were really, uh, they valued. Yeah. It was a part of their everyday life, not just this thing that they had to do. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I wonder if this is a helpful, I was just even thinking of paradigms kind of biblically. You know, Paul has this thorn in his side mm. and commentators have spilled a ton of ink wondering like, what was that? And there's yeah. all different kinds of medical theories, but he, you know, attributes it to the sovereign hand of God. Yeah. Like God allowed him to have this, whatever this thing is. Um, Paul consistently all throughout his letters asked for it to go away. Yeah. And from all uh, we know, God never took it away. Mm. And it becomes this thing that for him, at least he sees as a, a ministry opportunity. Mm. And so I wonder if there's a way to think about this and maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but saying like, it's okay to pray that God takes us away from yeah. you and yeah. that there's never another one. Yep. And it's also okay to pray to man, where is the good hand of yeah. God in this? Yeah. Like already he's opened up ministry yeah. opportunities for you here now through this that I don't think were available before. Yeah. And man, just wanting to like see more and more of those. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause I don't think if you'd asked me early on, if I would have seen myself in church ministry uh, with having this piece of my life that was yeah. so public, that was so, just unsure. Like Mm. there are so many times that it's so unpredictable and it's hard to wake up and go, okay, I'm going to choose to do everything that I can control in this moment and still know that maybe there's a possibility, but I made a choice a long time ago, uh, through really good counsel, just with community that I've (laughs) made because of this thing, uh, that I'm going to choose to live life to the fullest. And I don't know why I wish I knew why I have asked God for why, why this, why me? And And I still don't have an answer to that yet, but I do know that there is something that he is teaching me through this and there's something that he is using to draw me Mm -hmm. closer and closer to him. And so until he takes us home, until we get to go be in heaven and we're made completely whole, like I'm going to run and walk in that because I know that for some reason Mm. this is, this is worth it. It's, it's, it's worth it for all of the right reasons. That's good. Um, well, this isn't the only thing I want people to know about yeah. you, right? It's yeah. the big thing now. Yeah. Um, but can I share an interesting fact about you with oh, our gosh. church? So um, <laughs> relocating to the Pacific Northwest, yeah. um, you hate hiking. Oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> it is not fun. You don't hate exercise. You used to be an no, athlete. No, yeah. Like, give me, I will go lift weights. Yeah. I will even get on a bike, like not uphill, because that's yeah. the worst. You yeah, know, yeah. Mm, not here for that. But hiking, yeah. there is nothing to accomplish with that. You're just <laughs> outside. You're sweating. You're walking for forever. And what do you get at the end? Yeah. Nothing. If you're Stu and Devaney Chapman, you get cool Instagram content. I can look that up on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, no maybe thanks. next time we'll talk about some things you like, but I thought the church should just know that. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And so like, it's it's beautiful. Pray for but... Rachel. Uh, <laughs> she likes driving and seeing nice yes, things here. Yes, yes. It takes less time <laughs> That's good. to get to the point. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us for the very first uh, episode of The In Between. Stay tuned every other week for yeah. fresh episodes, and we will see you Sunday.